This is the Tuesday, April 19th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. The NBA playoffs continue with three more games tonight, and we'll get into those straight ahead. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian alongside Aaron Dolan. How are you, Aaron? I'm good. Happy Tuesday. Ready to talk some NBA. Yeah, we uh, over the weekend, we had all those uh, game ones and the game twos are underway. Obviously, a bit of a curveball last night. We got some excitement uh, going. And then tonight we have three sizable spreads, although the Minnesota Memphis series super compelling because the T-Wolves won game one. It's always interesting mm-hmm. game. I mean, th- look, they're here to stay. This is not like a oops by a big dominant seed, like a two seed that they're going to roll four straight. T-Wolves are legit, but I mean, the spot just screams Memphis, but I can't lay six and a half, seven. Yeah, I agree with you. And I also loved, you know, the first quarter, first to 20, and those markets are just so juiced that it's pretty hard to bet into them right now. Right, right. But I'm going to do the first quarter team total over like I am, but just because they're like Memphis. Yeah, you've been loving that. Yeah, and, and obviously that's been a cash cow, but Minnesota scores quickly too. So it's it's about opportunity and volume, and, and mm-hmm. that's why I, uh, you know, such a big fan of it in this particular matchup. Yeah, I think I'm going to probably just go with the player prop, Carl Anthony Towns, over nine and a half rebounds. Uh, He had 13 last game, also had 29 points, but he said over this uh, rebounds prop in six of the last 10, or excuse me, six of the last seven games. Uh, So I'll be looking to just bet some player props most likely in this one, staying away from the side in total. And I should mention Memphis and Minnesota are one and two in terms of first quarter scoring. So typically uh you know that obviously leads itself and, and that then we, we we saw that in game one because minnesota got out to a lead and memphis still went over its first quarter team total after scoring just mm-hmm. two points in the first three minutes they uh scored 30 i believe in the final nine so i but does it get to a point where you would take minnesota plus the points even up one nothing in this in this what do you, you need like eight i mean what would you need um oh yeah, I mean, I feel like eight, it's actually moving already in favor of them coming down to like six and a half on some of the books. Right. So I don't even think we'd get to that point. Maybe you, if it drops low enough, take Memphis. But something else that I've seen on some of the sports books, which is actually pretty cool, you can bet a player's points prop in the first quarter. So some of them are set, for example, like John Morant, seven points in the first quarter. And I think some of those markets are actually really cool if you think that some of these players are going to come out like, lightning basically which i suspect trey young for as an example would be doing that tonight or trying to at least i'm glad to see that because it's funny i tweeted about that like i don't know six months ago i said when are we gonna start having first half props and things like that um uh, i think it just you know look we have we have first half lines first half you know first to 10 first to 20 for team mm-hmm. props why not do it for player props so i, I like seeing that more the merrier yes. so to speak you mentioned trey young let's go to that hawks heat game obviously the hawks undressed in game one, but I really think that was just a situational uh, kind of advantage because the Hawks had to go on the road or on the road Friday night, win two big games last week, quick turnaround from Friday to Sunday. I think we're going to have a little bit of a series. The problem is Capella's out and there's mm-hmm. Atlanta's not at full strength. So that's why I'm not playing uh, Atlanta plus the points. But I do like first quarter. I mean, look, what we saw yesterday, right? All three teams mm-hmm. that were down 0-1 started strong. So I, I think the teams with their backs against the wall because it's desperation mode even in game two because if you lose, then you have to win four out of the mm-hmm. next five and you don't even have home court advantage. So uh, I, I just feel like the, the road team or the teams down 0-1 are going to really start strong. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think they can keep it tight within the first quarter. Obviously, Trey Young's going to play better. Bogdanovich is going to play better. I mean, they, like you mentioned, we knew that this was probably going to happen because they played those two playing games. So that wasn't too surprising. But again, I mean, 
he had a career playoff low of eight points. His player props at 26 and a half. I'm staying away from that altogether. I just think I would take him in the first quarter with the points. And also it's kind of telling that this line isn't longer than it is for Miami, considering how big of a win right. they had in that first game one. So that's another reason why I'm like just being a little cautious and staying away from that. No, that's a good point. I mean, obviously you would think dominant, dominant, but look, there's a chance they pull away because they were, they played great and the Hawks, excuse me, the Heat have not been really full strength most of the season. It's always been a guy out like Lowry or someone like that. So it was just a matter of time till they all kind of put it together. And I guess that time is the playoffs, but I would take the first half Hawks plus two and a half. Um, Again, situational, maybe first to 20, something like that, but no firm plays like I had yesterday. Uh, We can go to the, the, the night game. I, this Phoenix Pelicans game is really interesting because, I mean, Phoenix covered. They were up a bunch, and they covered by a hook. Mm-hmm. They won by 11. The line was like 10 and a half. I think New Orleans can play with them. I just don't think they can play with them for four quarters. Agreed. It's very tough to do that. I mean, the Suns are just so good. And also, I was thinking maybe in that first game, they were just shaking off a little bit of rust. I know Chris Paul kind of came back in that second half of the game, was a little bit of a hero with, you know, banging out some of those three-pointers real quick. But yeah, I mean, I think that they there's a potential that they get rolled in this game, and that's why I would just play the player props. Devin Booker went four for five, excuse me, four for eight from three, and Chris Paul went four for six. Pelicans just have terrible perimeter defense, and these players have just been going off from beyond the arc. So I would probably look at some of those player props if anything. Yeah, I'm going to play the Pelicans, uh, not the first quarter, but I'm going to play the under in the first quarter. The the defensive matchups is really interesting to me because the two best pr- players on the Pelicans are perimeter guys, right? It's C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. And that just fits into Phoenix's two best defenders, Bridges, who was a defensive player of the year finalist, and Crowder. Now, I know things switch and stuff, but Phoenix team defense is excellent. Um, so I like, and then just the, on the flip side, I mean, Herb Jones is turning into an excellent defender and he guards Booker. Mm-hmm. So I just think first quarter under, I mean, look, they missed a million shots in the first half. It went way under. And then the score second half went way over or not way over, but went over. Um, so I, I'm going to look, I'm looking at this first quarter on, I'm going to play that. And I think this is the way the teams match up is really, uh, conducive to an under unless they just hit every shot, which certainly can happen. Yeah, absolutely. No, definitely can. Cool. So that covers the uh, triple header. It's not really a triple header because it's not back-to-back-to-back, but three games tonight in the NBA. This is such a busy uh, stretch of the NBA playoffs, and obviously as the bracket winds down, we'll have uh, games more spread out, but we like the overlap here. And uh, that'll do it. We're Again, we're on at 6 Eastern all week on ESPN2, and uh, good luck to everyone. <laughs>